Well, hello there, beauties. Today is going to um, be kind of an intense episode because I'm going to start getting into um, transparency and um, different things that I personally have um, done or have done to me that I will um, end up opening up about and being transparent about, um, which is the whole point in me doing this podcast was to express the things that I have experienced and learned from or am still going through and trying to learn from to others in hopes that me being open and vulnerable and transparent can help others to feel like that they can heal through their problems that are similar. Um, So I am a big believer in transparency. I, um, I believe that if you don't have skeletons in your closet, then people can't, for lack of a better word, blackmail you. Um, there's not a lot in my life that I won't talk about, um, even publicly, but today I'm going to talk about something that I don't really talk about a lot or that I haven't talked about a lot, mostly because it really hasn't been brought up a lot, but I feel like that it's not talked about enough. So, um, in regards to, um, transparency, there's a lot of fear. I feel like behind it, people believe that being open about their flaws will give people things to attack. And I'm not saying that that's not correct. But what I've learned is that if you're open about your flaws and you're willing to discuss them and admit to them, it's not near as fun for the haters to talk about them or bring them up um, when it doesn't have, when you, when they don't get a reaction out of you. Basically, if you're already talking about it, then what's the point? They don't have any new news to gossip about, so they, it's boring, And if you're already talking about it, then them talking about it is less likely to give you, to make you react to it or get angry. So they get bored with it. And, um, you know, a lot of times I feel like that when people are hating on somebody else that has, they are either projecting their own issues onto that person in order to keep the spotlight off of them or, um, or it's a jealousy issue or they're just bored Man, I've seen so many people that literally are just bored with their lives, so they talk. And so, um, this is basically a way that I have learned to combat that or to not be as impacted by it when it does happen. Um, so the big thing with that though is to remember that, um, you don't have to live in perfection because we're all human and none of us are perfect. Um, sure, some things that people do may be considered a little worse than others, but ultimately we're all like on a journey and learning. So no better, do better, you know, but to put yourself on a, on a, um, standard of perfection or having to hold out a perfect reputation or image to the world is just unrealistic. It's, it's a standard that can't be met. 
Um, and it will drive you crazy. Honestly, I've seen it happen to me and I've seen it happen to others. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we all literally are a mess and that's okay. But being able to talk about that and admit to that and to discuss it with others in order to learn and grow is what helps us to be less of a mess, (laughs) I guess would be the best way to put it. So, um, I'm really big about, um, appreciating my journey, my learning, my growing, which I do every day and hopefully everybody else does too. Um, and really giving myself, um, that ability to learn and grow and, and to the room to make mistakes without beating myself over the head with it. I lived have lived with a lot of guilt and shame over my lifetime for things that were that I definitely did wrong or also things that I didn't do wrong that were done to me um that is a childhood wound that or trauma that I'm healing still working on actively um very hard thing to heal but um there has to come a time in your life where you you at least make an effort to let go of that guilt and shame and to be understanding with yourself and love on yourself through it and know that you do make mistakes, but that's okay. You're learning. Um, so while being transparent, the first topic, um, that I'm going to discuss that I have personally gone through is, um, body image and eating disorders. So, um, I have never been an overweight person. Um, so that's, I suppose, um, to some people that negates my ability to talk about this. I don't feel like it does because I've had insane amounts of body issues. Um, and I have had eating disorders. And so, um, I feel like that that can go both ways. It can go to people that are overweight. It can go to people that are a healthy weight and it can go to people who are underweight. Um, everybody is at risk for that, especially in today's society. And so, um, I will discuss a little bit about, um, like overweight as well, because I don't want it to be, um, overlooked at all. I do feel like that People um, tend to fat shame more, and I think it's disgusting. Um, But I also don't want to overlook people uh, skinny shaming or um, pressure put on people who are a healthy weight to be skinnier. So there's going to be like a lot. I mean, not a lot, a lot, because I'm going to keep it at a decent time, but, um, so body shaming, um, we'll start with that. First of all, if you body shame, you're a piece of shit. Like, I just don't have a better way to put it. Um, I think it's disgusting. I think that we've all probably done it. I know that I have 100%. And if, if anybody listening was ever a target to me, body shaming them, like sincere apologies. 
Um, I guess that goes back to know better, do better, because I have definitely been an asshole in my life. Um, And again, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. So sincere apologies if that was ever a mistake that I made towards you. Um, There's a lot of pressure on people, men and women, but probably primarily women from society to look a certain way. Um, I feel like that the increase in plastic surgeries and um, different products to alter our bodies um, and it becoming more popular has made that even worse. There's a pressure to be physically perfect. And anybody who um, knows women who are friends with me um, will know that, like, I am, and men, not, it's not even just women, it's men too, but women, I feel like have more pressure on the, um, the altering their body, cosmetic surgeries. And, um, I have women all the time send me pictures of themselves or videos of themselves. Like just, I'm, I'm a hype man. Like I freaking love women and men. I love their bodies. I love all bodies, all body shapes and sizes, Um, I appreciate them in their nakedness or fully clothed either way. And so I get, um, pictures a lot and I will have people tell me a lot of times like women, especially like they're so upset with their freaking boobs. And I have been guilty of this. I literally just said something about my boobs yesterday. So I'm not saying that I'm not guilty of this, but when we have kids, our boobs don't look the same. Newsflash. Um, men, if you make women feel like shit because their mom boobs don't look the same, I don't like you. (laughs) Um, but I tell women all the time, like your, your boobs look normal. Your boobs or your belly or your butt, especially after having kids, but just getting older, just being a person, they look normal. We're supposed to have unique features. We're supposed to look different. We're not all supposed to look the same. We're not all supposed to have the same size lips, the same perky boobs, the same stacked butt. Like, we're not supposed to be that way. Wouldn't it be boring if we were all the same? Like, I just, I love diversity and uniqueness. And so... Um, I tell women all the time, like, you look natural. I don't, wh- why not embrace that naturalness, that natural beauty? Um, sure, if you want to get breast implants, do it. Fully supportive. I have so many friends that have breast implants and, um, and, and they love them or they don't love them. Or, you know, years later, they're like, oh, this was pointless of me to do this or whatever. But hey, I like fully support it. If it makes you feel good, do it. Like I'm down for it. But until you get to that or until you have the money to do what you want to do cosmetically, appreciate the natural body that you have. Guess what? All of us that have not dropped 5,000 plus on boobs have not perky boobs. Okay, not all of us. I have one friend that has the most beautiful natural perky boobs ever. And I love her so much, but I hate her for how beautiful her boobs are naturally. Um, (laughs) 
That being said, she knows who she is, so if she's listening right now, she's going to laugh. Um, but seriously, all of our boobs are different naturally. It's okay. We're, we're allowed to have different boobs. Um, we're allowed to have different bellies. Some of us have stretch marks. Some of us don't. On our thighs, on our bellies, on our arms, wherever. Just try your best to like love the naturalness that you have. Um, so as far as like body image goes, um, that is like how you personally view your body. Body image issues is a really big problem. Um, it's probably, I, oddly, I don't hear a lot of people talk about it. I mean, we shame like body shaming, but I don't hear us talk a lot about like the actual body image issues, what causes them, how to heal from them, um, things like that. And so, um, a lot of times eating disorders can come into play with, um, body image issues. Um, the most popular eating disorders to talk about would be, um, anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating. Um, most of you guys have heard about those. I probably don't need to go in and explain those. If you have not, a quick Google search will give you information that you need on them, um, I want to talk about what creates those and a little bit about how to um, fight things like that and a little bit about my story and that people don't really know. So increased factors on eating disorders would be uh, family history. If your mom has had an eating disorder or your dad or um, then you're more likely to turn the tables on that. If you have had an eating disorder, your children are more likely to. And so that's something to really pay attention to. Um, what we say in front of our kids about ourselves, even if we don't realize it, um, will impact our children and the way that they view themselves. And so we really have to be careful, not just because we need to build our own confidence and love our own bodies, but because we don't want to put that burden on our children as adults. Um, and so um, another thing is mental health disorders, anxiety, depression, things like that. Um, those are definitely increased risk factors for body image issues and eating disorders. Um, stress, um, that's where a lot of mine comes in naturally without me even realizing it. Um, so those are all, um, issues that can cause eating disorders that if you have a friend or family member that is suffering from any of those, it might be a good idea to like keep an eye on them, um, watch for dieting or starvation, um, or, um, a lot of times even with like binge eating, people will do that in private. And so... Um, if they refuse to eat basically in front of people, then a lot of times they'll sneak off and, and binge eat by themselves. Um, so my story on this, um, I've always had a body image issue. Um, I won't say always. There was a time in my life that my body image issue wasn't really a problem. Um, I was pretty confident in myself, my like early twenties, um, and part of high school, probably part of high school, I was, it was really a struggle, but I've always had this like weird fear of getting, becoming overweight. And it's been a fear since my childhood. Um, it was put into me, um, 
into my mind at a young age and has continually um, been something that family members have talked about or um, whatnot to basically continue my fear. Um, So as a child, I, uh, or as a high school and um, early 20s, I pretty much just kind of stayed active. Not really that I like was dedicated to working out. Um, I mean, in high school, I probably was just because I was, I had to be, but just active. I've never watched my diet or anything like that until recently. Um, so I, whenever I got pregnant, this is going to be another episode, but whenever I got pregnant, um, my son's dad left me in the middle of my pregnancy and, um, I, it really, really impacted me. It impacted my confidence, my self-love, um, all of that. And it impacted my body image. And I dated people after my, um, son was born who, um, I would say I almost like attracted and manifested these people, but they were very big on my size and, how quickly I lost my baby weight and what size I could maintain that I would not be too fat. And so, um, by the time that my son was three months old, I had lost, um, 10 pounds more than what I had gained in my pregnancy. So I was 10 pounds under my pre-pregnancy weight. Um, I was very skinny. I, was losing my milk production in nursing and um I didn't know why I thought it was just because my body was just not wanting to produce milk but it after later on and and learning more I learned that it was actually because I was starving myself um to lose weight I would not eat (laughs) I don't know a better way to put it and I've done this throughout my life this isn't something I just did during that time I've done it throughout my entire life Especially during stress um, times, I don't have an appetite whenever I stress. And so I starve myself. And whether I do it intentionally or unintentionally to lose weight or just because I am stressed out and don't have an appetite and am not willing to force myself to eat, it's a problem. Um, Starving myself is a problem. And so um, some... People knew knew me during times like this whenever I lost a bunch of weight. And, um, you know, the community, um, there were times that I was, like, accused of doing drugs and things like that. And and that wasn't it at all. I just didn't eat. If I ate one meal a day, that was pretty impressive during those times. Um, So I I currently sit, um, I normally sit around like 135 pounds, uh, around like a size six in clothes. I mean, lately I've been working out, so I've gained weight and gone up in sizes and that's fine. Um, but on a normal basis previously, I sat around a size six and 135 pounds several different times. I have starved myself down to a size double zero, um, and around about 110 pounds and um, not healthy for me, does not look good. I really do look like I'm on drugs, so I can't blame anybody for thinking that was what it was. Um, So 
very unhealthy and then when you gain that weight back and you realize that you know starving yourself isn't the the um, solution to this problem and so you gain that weight back you um, struggle to be okay with your new with not your new body size with your natural body size um and so that becomes an issue um like being able to physically love your body when you thought you were something special when you were starving yourself you thought you were so hot because you were so skinny uh when really you weren't at all you looked sick um but then coming back and gaining weight makes it really hard it's really hard to accept um And I'm just going to assume that um, people who have issues with being overweight are the same way. So that's where I just feel like that body image and eating disorders should all kind of go hand in hand. And we should all be working together as a whole to fight that. So, um... I want to talk about, I found a really good article and I'm going to link it in here because, um, it is written by a, um, woman who has like wrote books and things like that. And, um, she studies this. She, um, and I, I really liked it. I thought there was a lot of really good, um, talking points in there to help rebuild body image issues or body confidence to overcome body image issues but there's also like worksheets and things to help you figure out different things that you can do and so um I am going to share that link because I feel like there was a lot of really positive things in there but I want to talk about how we can recognize um and fight body image issues and eating disorders I I catch a lot of hell now because I am very very much body positive. I'm body positive to my friends, literally my closest friend group or groups are men and women of every single shape and size. I, and I, and I love them. I hug them. I compliment them. I drool over them literally because I think that they are all so beautiful. And I, It's not that I think they are all so beautiful no matter what their size is. It's that I think that they are all so beautiful in the body, in the size that they're in. In the body that they're in. Like, not that I can overlook that. Because that's a piece of them. And I freaking love their bodies. I love them and I love their bodies. And I think that we really have got to get to that point as a whole and as a society where we don't, we don't say she's pretty for a fat girl or she's really nice for as skinny as she is or I love her no matter her size. No, fuck that. I love every single bit of her in the size that she is in right now. She doesn't need to be a different size for me to love her 
I don't give a shit if she's 100 pounds. I don't give a shit if she's 300 pounds. I fucking love her. And I think we need to get to that point where we like build each other like that and we build ourselves like that. Um, and it's a really hard point to get to. Don't get me wrong. So um, building po- a body, a positive body image is a really big thing for me right now. Um, and I, anybody that knows me knows that I am very, um, I, I love bodies in general. I love naked bodies. I love clothed bodies. I love bodies. And so part of the reason why, and that's the reason why I wanted to share this, my story with you about me starving myself or me feeling like that I needed to do different things to change my body I wanted to share that with you so that way you can understand why I'm so passionate. One of the reasons, there's two reasons. The second reason is sexual abuse, which is going to be a whole nother podcast, but I am very, um, positive body image and, um, pro embracing natural bodies, um, naked or clothed because of these two things. Um, So in order to build a positive body image, we need to, um, first of all, work through self-esteem, um, which is, you know, that's kind of a given, but we need to work through our self-esteem. Um, this article is going to have some really good stuff about these things. Um, we need a positive attitude and in order And in order for us to, sorry, it cut off, so I had to start recording again. Um, But in order for us to have a um, positive attitude, we need to avoid three negative thinkings. Um, (coughs) That's going to be perfectionism, that we need a perfect body or that that's even possible. Um, Comparing, oh, Comparing our body to other bodies. That is so unhealthy for us. Um, I know it's really hard not to do that, but it's very unhealthy. Um, And then being highly critical and judgmental. That does not just mean highly critical and judgmental of yourself. That definitely also means highly judgmental and critical of others. Because what you are doing to others, you will end up doing to yourself. So if you're judging another woman or man by their body, you will end up looking in the mirror and judging yourself for the same things. So um, being critical and judgmental of others is just as unhealthy as it is to be critical and judgmental of yourself. Um, And then the third thing that we need to do is emotional stability. Um, Our mental and emotional health impacts our body image issues so much just like I said one of the risk factors was uh, mental health being you know anxiety and depression can create body image issues even if you didn't have them prior so um, those are the three things that we really have to like focus on self-esteem positive attitude and emotional stability in order to fight body image issues and eating disorders Um, basically You need to love your body. You need to love on your body. You need to be comfortable with your body. Walk around naked. Look in the mirror. Um, Be be the person who compliments yourself. 
You don't have to do it in front of other people. But just when you're home alone, compliment yourself. Stop nitpicking yourself and start complimenting yourself. Because honestly, a lot of um, this starts with a mindset change. And then from there, it helps to motivate you to want to do new things, to be healthier and to be able to love yourself more. And so it's just like, you just got to get that ball rolling. Um, set health goals. Like this took me so long to get to. <laughs> Oddly enough, you would think that this would be something that was like, oh, I should set some health goals for myself quickly if I want to build my confidence. No, this was like one of the last things I did. Um, so if it, there's no specific order on these things, you know, just do what feels comfortable for you at the time. Um, complimenting other beauty is a big thing for me that helps me a lot. Complimenting other people's bodies and their beauty without comparing it to my own. Um, and then accepting compliments when I get them. Like sometimes a simple thank you instead of fighting it. It helps you to learn to accept it. And a friend of mine actually said something the other day. She said the best thing she ever did was learn to accept compliments because people don't go out of their way to compliment you for no reason. And you should believe that. And that's so true. Like, it's it's okay to just say thank you. And that's it. Like, you don't have to compliment them back. You don't have to come up with an excuse to humble yourself. You don't have to do any of that. You can simply say thank you and appreciate the compliment. Um, another big thing to remember is that the media is unrealistic. Without doubt, it's unrealistic. Uh, Photoshop, um, cosmetic surgeries, what have you. The media is 100% unrealistic. So to compare your body to the media is to compare your body to something that doesn't exist. Um, if you're having trouble with that, it's really easy to, um, you know, remove some things from your social media to there's body image is really big in our society. So it's hard to eliminate it completely in the media. So the best way to handle that is to eliminate the way you think about it. And which is kind of what I just talked about. Um, I used to be like, oh my God, I wish I could. Oh my God, I wish I looked. Oh my God, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Finally, I decided to be like, man, like I cannot wait until my butt looks like that. Not because like I, not that I wish my butt looked like that. I can't wait till it does. It's going to like, I'm in the gym. I'm putting in the work. I'm dieting. I'm doing whatever. Like I'm getting healthy and my butt's going to look like that. And if it don't look like that, I'm going to act like it does because I'm healthy and I'm happy. And so um, that's like, a, I think that's probably one of our, our number one factors that causes the issue is like the media is so unrealistic and we compare our bodies to it. And it's so sad for me to see um, and many others who are open-minded to this or aware of this issue. So anyways, a little bit about me. There's um, my body image issues, um, my eating disorder that I had for years off and on, um, the reason why I am proud as hell of the body that I have right now. I just bought size 10 jeans the other day. 
I just told you guys that I um, have literally always been a size six or under, and so size 10 jeans is like a, like, I've done some serious booty grow in there, um, but it's different for me. It's, it's not the same as what I'm used to, and, um, but I'm embracing it, and I am still loving my body. I'm still... I'm going to post pictures, not that everybody has to do this, but I'm going to post pictures of myself and in the mirror and progress pictures, whether I'm wearing underwear or I'm barely covered or I'm fully clothed or whatever. I'm going to do it because I'm really proud of my body and I want everybody else to be really proud of their body and I want them to be proud of their body in the journey that it's in right now, not when they get to the goal they're trying to reach. I want them to be proud of it in every step of the journey because that is what gives you that mental health and eliminates that body image issue and eliminates that potential risk for an eating disorder. And that is what starts your journey to physical self-love and confidence. And I love that. So today, don't compare yourself. Compliment yourself. Compliment somebody else of every different body shape. And just remember to love your body for what it is right now in this step of the journey.